welcome to Becoming Divine. My name is Julia Wesley. I'm a professional medium and a channel for my guides. And today I have Mara Marchese here with us. She is the intuition queen. She's an intuitive and creative coach and healer. And I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So we were talking a little bit earlier. And one of the things that you do that really fascinates me is color therapy. And I feel like I know it in theory, but I don't really know what it is. So would you mind explaining a little bit what all that's about? Sure. So um, I don't know if you know anything about energies and the fact that we we have auras and we have a different color auras. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is one part of color therapy. The one that I do is actually slightly different. So it works in the same way as astrology, really. Uh, based so you have a date of birth which says that you are a sun uh, sign and a rising sign and they all have specific characteristic uh, which you might identify or not and the same works for color therapy color therapy um, you have specific colors you can have up to four or two or three depends on your combination and each color has characteristics and they can be positive and negative. And like in everything, you might tend to go on a side or another. So I'm going to make a very quick example. Let's say that you have red in your chart. So probably a lot of people know that red is the color of confidence. It's the color, it's a powerful color. So yes, it is the color of confidence. It's the color of leadership. It's the color if you're a groundbreaker. But it's also a color that tends to get you in burnout. It's also a color that it's very aggressive. And so depending on how you feel and what's going on in your life, you might tend to be more a person that um, gets into that negative cycle when everything's don't go right. Because on the other side, because you're a leader, you want things to go in a certain way. You have a vision of things. Mm-hmm. And so there is a polarity in every kind of, in every, in, in the energy of every color. And so when you do a color reading with me, I will tell you what are your colors. Normally the, the way it works is if you only do one color reading, your color reading, there is a topic that you want to discuss that you want to talk about. And uh, we talk about it and um, I'll tell you the color and I'll explain that. So what happened is that before I tune into your energy and I write down things that I feel about what's coming through and I have not seen you before. I don't know who you are. I just write things that come up to me mm-hmm. and oftentimes they come up with the clients. So, so this is how it works. And uh, it's like a way for you to know yourself. It's like when you know what are your sun, sign or your, your sun and your rising, you know, okay, I am very emotional because I'm a cancer or whatever that could be. Uh, or if you do a human design reading, so it works in the same way. And then if you want to continue working, then I do emotional healing using colors and shadow works using colors. Um, so that allows you to, use colors and the energy of the colors based on what is it that you need because every color has a specific energy and I don't know if that happens to you but you know when you hear people say oh you know red is really not a color that I feel like wearing it's too much for me 
mm-hmm. or that's too dark or that's too, you know, there is a reason for it. Uh, you might like or not like a color for a reason. And yeah, so that, that says a lot about you. Yeah. I was going to say, I used to really dislike the color yellow. And I think for me, it's because I had some sort of um, solar plexus chakra issues. And so that was like literally repulsive to me. Like I didn't even, like it would make me think of like yellow school buses in America and like, you know, like construction and like, you know, just like institutional construction, you know, blockages and like, I don't like it. And I could never figure out why people would enjoy wearing the color yellow. And I'm like, you're too flashy, blah, blah, blah. Do you find that sometimes when people like have avoidances to a specific color, it's because there's some kind of blockage or something they're trying to avoid? Yeah, I had a reading just the other the other week and uh, we were talking about colors. And uh, so I gave the it was a um, this this girl wanted to know what color she had because she's doing her website because I also do brand colors because, for example, my colors, my brand colors used to be my favorite colors I mean are still Mm. uh, purple and pink for me have always been since I was a child my favorite color Uh so when I did my one and I saw they were my colors plus there was orange I was like of course yes (laughs) so this is gonna be my brand colors because they I I really felt they fit what I wanted to say Mm -hmm. so we did a reading for the brand colors but what I was feeling was some sort of orange energy and uh, it was not any of the complementary colors that she had in her chart so it was just me feeling that she needed some orange thing so we did the reading and then while I was explaining the reason why I felt she needed orange we started talking and something came up that had nothing to do with the color that we were talking about or the reason why we she wanted the reading done and we started talking about it and all of a sudden we just spent the whole reading, uh, the whole session talking about this and trying to help her out. And she said to me that she had been working on this for a long time. Every time she does some kind of work, this something pops up. And obviously it is something that you have in your own energy. And because I'm able to tune into your energy when I do a color reading, even if it has nothing to do with your colors, I do get either images or I feel something. So it it never happened to me that I told the client what I was feeling they needed or anything and it didn't match. Hmm. So the, because the colors are, it, it represent your energy and it's a little bit like when you do Reiki or things like this we have energy that uh, we're surrounded by energy. We are energy. And so depending on how what what tool you use but if you do an energy reading someone is going to tell you you know this is is bothering you right now Mm -hmm. so it does happen at times yeah okay that's really interesting I love that that it seems like such a fun way to interpret energy intuitively to like pick up on an issue and you you pick up on a color um is it so do like your favorite colors are they sometimes like your actual like the colors that you would give people? Does that happen often? I always ask my clients, what are their favorite colors? And every time I do a reading, even if I don't know the person, because I do reading, I do a session through Zoom. 
So obviously they wear something or they have something like in the background, like you. And uh, so sometimes I ask, sometimes I forget to ask. And then when I, when I go through the colors, I'm like, oh my God, I, that's my favorite color. Or they wear something. Uh-huh. So it just fascinated because I, I, I noticed it at the beginning and I was like, oh, maybe, you know, it's just a coincidence. And then every single time, every time I do a reading, they're, we- they're already wearing that color. So mm. I don't think it's a coincidence that you are particularly drawn to that color because you're drawn to that kind of energy. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. Would it feel kind of like homey or comfortable when you're around one of your colors? Do you think that's why we're drawn to it? Yeah. If I have to tell you, I never knew that before until I started to uh, do to, to learn about this but my wardrobe has always been uh, shades of pink and purple mainly plus a lot of other bright colors because I love bright colors anyway and it's funny that I found that you know that Facebook reminds you things that you've done that day years back yeah <laughs> the other uh, like, like um, in December there was a memory and there was this picture of me under the snow in London, like in 2010, I think. It was the first year that I was there, first time that I was there with the snow. And um, I'm purple and pink from top to bottom. There is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I used that picture to, to create a post on Instagram because it's like, you know, this is colors don't lie. Like you will see someone wearing something of the color or having that in their houses because it you do feel comfortable you do feel it makes you happy or it gives you that energy that you need to have in that moment um so for example you know um i lost my dad five years ago and my wardrobe has always been the most colorful one you could possibly see mm-hmm. And because I needed protection and I needed to heal and I needed to grieve, there was no way for me I could use any of my clothes. I had to buy a lot of, I I was buying for that year and a half, a lot of black, black, dark green, dark colors. Mm -hmm. Because even just looking at my wardrobe and see all that bright colors, it bothered me. So I Mm -hmm. had to remove them and put them in the drawers because energetically there was something going on with me and so and and I always been someone that said no black no 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 there's no way I'm gonna be dressed just in black unless I'm wearing a nice dress but otherwise it's always like a, a, um, earrings or my nails are colorful there's always a color some somewhere somehow yeah but in that moment for me it was just a no-go I had to use different colors because my energy was completely different so yeah okay yeah that makes sense I was gonna say I so I don't necessarily consider myself someone who has a favorite color and I was wondering if it was going to I don't know affect the color therapy reading because it's interesting. I like color, but I mainly like how colors play off each other. So that's why I like, I'm looking, it's funny as I was preparing for this, I'm like looking around my apartment. I'm like, I have a lot of white, like a lot of white. And then I use it because I like how color like pops off of it. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, um, people, I don't know if you run into this often, people who don't really have a favorite color, but come to you for color therapy, like, do they still feel like they really resonate with like, oh yeah, I love those colors or whatnot? Yeah. Um, 
I think that, you know, there are some people that are just more, more expressive and they mm -hmm. notice things more. So, you know, which one is your favorite color? Some people like, I'm not sure. I know I like greens and blues and this, and then they start to go, but you start with it. So you start yeah. to say, I like greens and blues instead of telling me you like yellows and oranges, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel there is always some sort of connection. And then um when they when they get the reading they're like oh yeah oh yeah actually I do like that I think some people are ju just not necessarily very expressive about it because they're just not aware they don't think about it maybe they have just a different uh interest and colors is not something they really think about mm -hmm. and but once they get into this understanding that they they start to become more aware Okay. And so I get messages sometimes like, oh, Mara, you know, I did this and I and I put this there. And like, what do you think? And I'm like, OK, that's fine. Um, you know, <laughs> I get this kind of conversations or like, oh, Mara, I have an interview tomorrow and I'm wearing my colors. Do you think I should wear something else? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're yellow some, somewhere, you know, um, it, it's fun. To me, it's a, way, a great way to do shadow work whenever you want to do something more without having that fear or that, you know, sadness that you're going to find something that it's hard. I mean, shadow work, it's not easy to do, but I feel that color therapy helps you doing that kind of very heavy work or difficult work for you in, in, in a more joyful way, because, you know, you can still do work without um having to be so sad about it or so we're going to be resistant when we do shadow work but I feel that mm -hmm. with colors people have a different attitude and so even just deciding to wear I don't know a blue blanket because you need that kind of color the energy of the color you know it just gives people a different perspective and I get a lot of messages of people like oh my god this is you know I and you still work on your emotions and you still work on whatever it is that you need to work, but it just mm -hmm. makes you feel slightly better. So, yeah. Okay. So when you're working with someone on shadow work and are the colors like supportive for them, like to bring an energy in to help them work through a specific issue? Yeah. And sometimes most likely you're not going to want, you're not going to like that color because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's the issue that you don't want to work on or maybe mm -hmm. you're feeling resistant so you're like oh you know it's like when when I started or when I do uh, intuitive sessions instead of color therapy and my my clients are like oh Mara but I'm not intuitive I'm not creative I'm like okay let's see this <laughs> and as we go I think that people just don't realize things and so they might be not so much attracted by a color but because they do understand it's something they need to learn and mm -hmm. they need to work on so we introduce the color little by little so instead of saying to a client okay now um, wear yellow or surround yourself with yellow I'm just gonna say okay cook with yellow because you're gonna cook with colors anyway yeah so you know and that's less invasive but you start to pay attention. So you start yeah. to pay attention to the fact that you're cutting all the uh, yellow food and then you're putting the yellow food in uh, your plate. And, and so you start to get used to that, but at the same time, 
you are aware that the reason why you're doing this is because you need to work on something. So you're going to, it kind of like, it helps you trigger whatever it is that needs to be triggered and needs to come out. Mm. And so I always say to my client, you know, if something happens for which that color, because you know what you're working on, triggers you some sort of emotion, that's okay. You know, find your way to release that. If that writing, crying, whatever that could be and move on to the next step. And that it's like, it's light move. It's a step-by-step moment where, you know, it's yellow because you're cooking, but you can't do any more with that. Okay, tomorrow it's probably gonna be, okay, I have a lemon juice and I'm gonna write with a yellow pen. Okay. You know, it's that kind of color, you get used to that, but while you're working with that, at the same time, you are releasing stuff. Mm, So that helps them to take it little by little. And then obviously there is not only just one color. I always integrate their own personal colors with whatever it is that they need to work on. Uh, But it's not just only with colors. There is a lot of, uh, you know, journaling, meditations. I do color meditations as well. Uh, so there is a lot of combinations of things they can do, uh, but it makes you a little bit more aware. And so, and, and also for you, it's a way to understand where you at because when you start to be like, oh, okay, I'm not so bothered by yellow anymore. Okay, maybe I can wear, don't know, socks, <laughs> right? Yeah. That you don't see, but you know, you have it. Um, you know, it's that little, it, and then it gives you that awareness to be like, okay, so let me check in with myself. Where am I? Where am I at with this? How do I feel about this? What's going on? What's popping up? Mm-hmm. And so it's that kind of work that you do in a very different way because you're not concentrated like doing uh, emotional stuff all the time you know sometimes it just pops up and you're like oh okay oh I, I wasn't feeling that bad then okay so where am I right now uh, mm-hmm. how am I feeling about this and it, it gives you that confidence that you need day by day to keep working on whatever it is that you need to work on mm-hmm. and then we check in every depending if you decide to do a two months or because I have a six weeks program so you can decide to do it two months and do or one week, or some people prefer to do in three months, so they only have one week of working and one week off. So it, it's up to you, the pace that you want. Mm-hmm. So we check in every week and uh, we see, okay, so this has happened. And, and then, you know, the colors can be adjusted as we go. And uh, yeah. sometimes they tell me, I need this. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's your intuition that is telling you you need that that's fine yeah that's that's exactly what I want you to get to 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 learn to trust yourself that what you need is that color or whatever else yeah oh I love that so when it comes to blockages maybe that you're trying to work through do you find that there's sometimes like the color is corresponding with like a particular chakra issue is it sort of like just a different way of kind of like looking at the same thing like your way seems more fun but <laughs> yeah well they are similar in some ways but not necessarily but when I'm working mm-hmm. with emotional blockages I do definitely refer to the chakras all okay. the time 
cool. Yeah, because I feel the chakras are more because I do because to me emotional healing is also physical healing. Mm-hmm. So I combine a lot of uh, that work, and so when they tell me, you know, I have this physical pain or this pain hasn't gone away for that line, I feel the chakras have a more powerful impact, and uh, um, and it's just a different way to work. So obviously, colors are the same, but when I do color therapy, for example, there is gold, which it's not in the chakras, and. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, the rest of the color, yeah, the rest of the colors are the same. Then there is an addition of magenta pink, which I normally relate to green, the color of the heart chakra. So it depends on what we're working on. Mm -hmm. I use both, but because mainly the color therapy still reflects the chakra's energies. So uh, it's a little bit of combination there. Gotcha. Okay. And the way that you pick the, your colors, like you said, it's from your birthday, right? Is there like a, like a chart or something that you follow? Yeah. So I need the date of birth and uh, there are four different position. I call them. Um, so the first one, it's the one that tells you who you are basically, uh, because it tells you, uh, the skill the skills that you have based on the color so let's pretend that you are yellow as a first position so you're born with the skills and the energies and the characteristic of the color yellow so that is how you came to this work with so you were born and you had that uh, color and then the next position is what you need to work on so the energies of that colors uh and uh, and then so there is a distinction through the, the energies of the color you need to work on right now and the one that you need to use in your future. And then the last one is the life mission. So depending on the energy of that color, um, I did a reading like a couple of days ago and the life mission was uh, indigo and normally indigo, so it's very intuitive. And normally indigo is like teachers or spiritual leaders or things like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like easy to, to relate to, to what people are doing. For example, talking about indigo, just because I remember this because I did a post this today, <laughs> but I was, I always try to uh, use famous people and explain to people what they have in their chart and maybe why they have certain situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I don't know those people. They haven't come to me wanting to work on something. But you can see in life where they're at based on the colors. So for example, Paulo Coelho is the writer of The Alchemist and all the spiritual books. He has Indico twice and he has Magenta and his, uh, in his color reading and you know and that's one of his life mission so is a spiritual leader some somehow spirituality is something that is extremely important to him to the point that he writes book about it they are fictional books but they're still about spiritual and spiritual spirituality not necessarily related to religion mm-hmm. or i was uh, to, with the same angelina jolie because she's she was born in uh, in June, I think she has indigo as the color that she is. And I found a quote where she says that for her, there is no religion. It's just like everybody 
is godlike or something like this. Like for her, it's more about your spirituality than your religion or your God. Mm-hmm. And you can tell from the fact that she has children that come from different cultures and different religious beliefs, and there is no labels for her. She also has twice green. So there is a lot of that unconditional love, no judgment connection to the universe or whatever you want to call it. Um, So yeah, it it really depends on, I feel for me, color therapy, when you do your chart, it just tells you a little bit more. There isn't one client that hasn't told me, oh my God, that is so true. It just, to me, it tells you, okay, so you have this tendency Mm -hmm. and this, to me, it's like, um, sometimes it's like a straight line. You want to go from A to Z and uh, the first position, it's where you're at and Mm -hmm. your life mission is where you want to go. Mm -hmm. But in order for you to get through that, you need to work on on your path and you have your challenges and stuff. And if you know which colors and which energies help you to move forward, then it's easier it's not easy to get to the life mission, but it, it's easier. You can catch yourself being like, okay, now I'm, I'm overthinking because I am a yellow. So, okay, let me go back. Let me connect to my intuition. And I have a lot of clients that either are very much in the spiritual colors or very much in the uh, mental colors. And so we work to balance them up so that they can always know which colors to use and what to do when they are too much in their own colors or too little. Okay. That's really interesting. So one of the other things that I wanted to ask you, and I didn't really think of it until we started talking, but when I was a kid, maybe like up until I was about five or six, maybe seven, my favorite color was black. And everyone was like, that's a weird... (laughs) a weird favorite color to have do you think like when you're that young like first of all is black like one of the colors that are in your color therapy option no black is not black and white are not in the color in the color therapy per se but it depends Mm -hmm. on what happens I mean like okay I I can suggest to wear or to use more black or white Mm -hmm. uh, but normally it's not that much Mm -hmm. black is used to either like normally black is for people that don't like change so they don't want to change anything (laughs) or for people that need protection Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe you've gone through a breakup Mm -hmm. and your heart is broken or like it happened to me Uh, so you can't and in that sense I do see why black is the color that you know prevents you from change Mm -hmm. Because when you're not in, in a good, when you are in a low vibration, and, you, and especially if you're trying to heal yourself, you know, if you're going through a tragedy in your life or a breakup or anything, you don't want too many things happening to you. You kind of wish to stay where you're at as long as you don't go down, but you, right. you just wish to do a step further in order for you to feel better every day. Mm-hmm. you don't want anything else bad for you to happen right otherwise you know you might feel you can't go through or you can't so black is that color that kind of helps you to contain your energy 
mm-hmm. and to stay in that situation where things don't change much so you can handle yourself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is the color that normally um, is related to people that don't like change and are really, really resistant to any kind of change unless it's a change they have decided, they mm-hmm. have thought about, they had planned and everything has to go as they want. <laughs> Okay. So that makes sense. normally, yeah, normally I found that when I meet people that are like dressed a lot in black and shy away from colors, every time I talk to them now, because I'm also so much aware. So I'm like, okay, so I go, you don't like change. And they go, <laughs> no. And then we have a conversation. I find it fascinating, but fascinating, but Normally, this is the, the, the kind of people that are so much attracted by a black. It's that kind of like, really, it has to be like I want it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it has to stay like it is. Okay. Because uh, they might not be able, they, they might not be able to handle change or they think they're not able to, to handle change. Mm-hmm. And so it's a kind of a protection yeah Uh, if you wear black you know there is no there is no way for you to say anything black goes with everything uh, you know and uh, I had this conversation one of my clients a couple of months ago and we were she she, she's beautiful she has this beautiful color skin and we were talking about colors and stuff and she said to me you know I come from a religious background and uh I was taught that, you know, wearing red and wearing color that shines so much where people can actually see you and tell you something, it's not good. So I was like, yeah. okay. So like I've always been attracted by bright colors, but I never mm-hmm. felt it, I, it was good for me to wear them because I didn't want to attract attention. Mm-hmm. So there are, there are a lot of things that I'm discovering as I talk to different kind of people and different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own perception about colors, which is fascinating. Yeah, that is interesting. It's funny that you mentioned that because literally my next favorite color, and this is like kind of when I stopped having favorite colors, is after black was red. Red was my, I couldn't get enough red. Red was on everything. It was like ridiculous. Um, but you also use the colors to help with manifestation, right? Is that one of the things? Yeah, because to me, the main thing is connecting and trusting your intuition. Mm -hmm. So for me, and also I'm talking by experience, the moment you you learn to trust your intuition, it's the moment in which you are able to manifest whatever it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's only because you start to give value to yourself and and you're able to stand your ground whenever someone else tells you no but why you're doing this are you crazy or no you shouldn't I, this is not for you mm-hmm. when you know deep inside that maybe that's something you have never ever done in your life but you just know you have to Right. And people cannot see that of you because, you know, they have their own uh, projections and stuff. So for me, it, I start from trusting their intuition and color helped me with that because 
when I start to say, okay, whatever it is that you feel today, uh, what color do you feel today? Uh, or if you're feeling this way, what color do you feel you need? And so when clients start to use colors based on what they feel and, and they get the result that they want, which is, I don't know, feel, feeling happier, feeling freer, whatever, um, they start to see that they can do that too. They don't need to come to me. They don't need to ask me. What, it's not about reading what the color means. It's about feeling how you feel right so that it's a little help to make you trust yourself and so from that little thing then okay so now it means that I know what color I need okay cool so I can and then we work on uh, other things that they, they might need and so that starts starts me up with them to help them to trust themselves in order to then manifest whatever it is that they want to manifest and so you know there are a lot of rituals and divination tools and anything else but to me mm-hmm. the big chance the main point is trusting yourself and trusting your intuition because w- once you do that and you start to work on yourself and whatever it is that you need to heal about yourself um you release all that repressed emotions all the triggers you reframe your mind then you know you stop to have certain fears or if that fears come up come up to you then you know how to deal with them Mm -hmm. and so it's just you learn to be a different person that is less limited by all the things that we've been learned to be limited by and it's just like, okay, I know what I need. I know what I need to do. Let me check into myself. What is my intuition telling me to do today? Or how shall I deal with this? You know, and, and I feel that's the power. Like I really do nothing. To me, it, the main important thing is to get you to trust yourself. Once you do, then, you know, manifestation comes. And it's not necessarily like $10,000 million, no, but even just small things, you know, uh, we start with little and then the more you see, the more you can see that you are creating that. Then at that point you are like, okay, maybe I can dream bigger. Mm. Maybe, you know, I can dream about this big house, this I don't know, vacation or whatever, business, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it happens. And to me, it's just the thing that it's most important. That's, that's how you manifest whatever you want, trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Can you use the colors in your chart to help you deal with blacks towards manifestation? Oh yeah. Well, my color are purple and, and pink. So I'm already <laughs> intuition <laughs> all the time. Well, like there is one thing that I learned of my self and it's that so I'm very emotional Mm -hmm. and uh, I used to be very much triggered by my emotions and it to me the main point for me is using learning to manage my emotions right and so it's it's easy for me because I feel like it's easy for me just because uh, my colors are purple which is intuition and pink which is love and um it's not unconditional love like green it's more love like 
it's more like universal love. It's more that kind of love that bridges the um, spiritual with the physical. Mm-hmm. And then there is orange, which is creativity. So whenever I am feeling low or something, I just need to do something that relates to those colors, which means meditate. For me, it's crazy important. Mm-hmm. Uh, be in nature or do something creative and and plan because there is one of the things that uh, ha- often happens to me but i'm not i know i'm not the only one as a business owner you have an idea where you're supposed to be within a month or two or three and sometimes that doesn't happen whenever you want it to happen mm-hmm. and you have that moments when maybe even something in your life is happening and you feel like you're stuck and you're not going anywhere that thing that you wish happened it's not there yet and you feel like you're not going anywhere so Mm -hmm. to me I've learned that when I am in that situation things that I need to do for me to feel better and get out of that moment is first of all plan and so depending where I'm at I go back review my goals and be like okay so what do I need to do now right which it's something that, you know, I have a plan of all the things that I need to do, but because I'm very intuitive and creative, I never follow the plans <laughs> <laughs> or I do sometimes, but then there is that other thing that it's much more fun or, it, uh-huh. you know, I'm very much going with the flow because this is how I need to do it. Otherwise, if I go against the flow, then I feel stuck and I feel frustrated. So uh-huh. I've learned this about myself. And so, yeah, I have a plan. But I don't get crazy if I haven't ticked all the boxes. I'm fine. Okay. But at the same time, I get to a point where I feel stuck anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just need to go back and be like, okay, so why do I need to do? Okay. And that gives me a sense of, first of all, most of the time I realize I've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, ah, oh, okay. So I've done way more than I thought I did. Yeah. And then it puts me in that space of thinking different things. Maybe, you know, when I made the plan was a month ago mm-hmm. and now I am in a different space, in a different place. I went out for a walk and I had an idea. Um, so I get into that mode and I allow myself to write whatever it is that I want to write. And maybe I add something that I didn't think about before. Maybe I had a chat with someone the day before that inspired me. So this is my way, and I've learned this um, (laughs) the hard way. Uh, But to me, it's very important not to force myself to follow what the business coaches are saying for everyone. I think everybody's very different. Mm -hmm. And I know that if my brain stops working, it's a way for me to, you know, when, you know, maybe you write there, you sit down there because you need to write I know you need to plan your Instagram post or you need to write your blog or whatever it is that you need or update your website, anything else that Mm -hmm. means that you need to be concentrated. And there are some days that my brain is like, nope, no inspiration, (laughs) no nothing. And I know that there's no point in me staying there trying and getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. I need to, to go out, do something fun, do something that switches my mind off and connects me with my intuition. So if I can go out and go for a walk, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And for me, nature is super 
inspiring. I just sit, just need to sit there and look at you know trees and lakes and whatever, and somehow inspiration comes and I always have either my phone where I record or <laughs> a notebook anything because I need to have those ideas there right if I can go out because the weather or whatever I know meditation it's what I need or mm-hmm. watching something that it's either inspiring or that makes me laugh mm-hmm. and normally friends is the thing for me I need to watch a couple <laughs> of episodes of friends and then I'm like okay cool I can go back to work now Yeah, But it's not having that restriction that you need to do certain things from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. or whatever. Right. Uh, to me, the restriction, it's what blocks my flow. So right. if I know that I need to stay in a box, mm-hmm. that's exactly when I stop working. Yes, I agree with you there. I'm, I'm with you 100%. It's a really good insight to say, well, this is your business. Why would you listen to how someone else runs their business? You know, it gets different, especially when you're running an intuitive business, things are just just different. You know, it's, you know, it's like, it's still a business, but it's still, it's kind of, it's different. It plays a little bit by different rules. So yeah. Trusting yourself is such a big thing when it comes to that. Yeah. But it's not easy, you know? Um, yeah. I've always been very intuitive. So it's not that I learned how to use intuition. It just been, but when I started my business, mm-hmm. I wanted to follow everything that the coaches were saying, you know, I wanted right. to make sure because you have to have this in place. And I think it's what happens to everybody that is new. Like I've never even, I knew a few people that had a business, but you know, it was more like technical stuff. Mm-hmm. I never really had some friends that were coaches or were in the intuitive business. So I didn't even know what to do. So I obviously went down the following path of, you know, this is what you need to do. And for me, I just realized it didn't work. But I also had to go through the frustration of feeling like a failure. Because yeah. how, you know, they tell you to do A, B, C, D. And I did it and I still don't have any clients. And how is that possible? Yeah. And, and that's when I learned it's about your energy. It's about, and for me personally, there was a lot of emotional healing that I needed to do, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's something that I knew, but I didn't think it was connected to my business. Right. And for me, there is, there has been a lot of work to do in relationship to, in relation to my mom's relation mm. and work living in another country. I thought, you know, she's there. I'm here, you know, as long as we don't stay more than five days together, it's fine. <laughs> um, but it's because I learned it with my own experience. Now I always say to people, you know, you cannot cut off, people from your life and think that that relationship is not going to affect you mm-hmm. there is always something that affects you emotionally right so and it's going to come up for you whenever you think you have overcome overcame it because you're stepping towards something that it's bigger than you like starting a business or uh, you know moving country or starting from scratch 
you have all that fears and uh, subconscious beliefs that you might not be aware of. Mm-hmm. And then you have the triggers because you haven't healed that emotions. And so for me, that was a great, great, I mean, not that I was happy that I had to go through that because I really wanted to have my business going. Yeah. Um, but I learned how important it is to, to do emotional healing while you're creating something for yourself because everything is connected. So true. And we are so interconnected to so many things that it's, it's so important. And uh, so I always suggest to my clients to look at what relationships are not working. And oftentimes there is always someone, it's either an ex-husband or a child or a parent figure um, that, you know, you just need to release that emotions that, because if you think about it, it's also the emotions that you're going to give to yourself. Yeah. And and therefore to your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so, it's fascinating but to me that was what what really brought me to be like okay I think I need to share this with my clients because it's important it's an important piece of our life and uh, the more we release that the more we become more successful or happier or you know whatever it is that you want it's not that you have to have a business we have a business so I'm talking about business but (laughs) you know if you want to have the love relationship of your life where you need to look back at what kind of relationship you've been having what kind of relationship you have with you right Uh, yeah you know sometimes we think okay that's in the past I left that guy or you know that relationship it's over I healed are you really yeah Uh, so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well, I love that insight, Mara. Thank you so much. Welcome. Do you want to tell everyone how they can find you and get in touch with you and work with you? Yeah. So um, I have a website that is called The Intuition Queen. You can find all my offers there. I have intuitive readings, color therapy, I do uh, color reading, and you can find my programs or you can find me on Instagram, The Intuition Queen, or you can find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook group that it's called Discover Your True Colors. And I do uh, everything, Uh, talk about colors, emotional healing. I do workshops. So depending on what's going on, like, for example, I like to do new moon wish letters and things like this Mm -hmm. with a lot of uh, spiritual tools. So if you're free to join and it's a community for women um, that are just really amazing and uh, uh, you can meet me there. But yeah. All right. That sounds so fun. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. It was, it was so fun talking to you, but um, we will end it here and bye everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks.